Hey, you don't understand business. All right, uh, Terrace here with another You Don't Understand Business uh, podcast. And today, diving a little further into the uh, entrepreneurship life of Matt Jackson. So, Matt, uh, how, how are you doing today? Doing good, man. Good, yeah. good. So, um, let's start off. Uh, when, when was your first kind of inkling, I guess, you know, when you were in high school, college, what what were your thoughts? Like, where, what'd you want to do? I mean, pro yeah. ball all the way? I oh, mean, yeah, 100%. That's what like I figured, Playing right? ball somewhere. <laughs> <laughs> yeah. I, you know, I mean, that was obviously the the goal was to, to play ball somewhere. And yep. I knew that was going to be the path to college. Then it was like, all right, I'll figure that out when I get there, right? Right. Um, but I actually had a buddy whose mom was kind of one of the non-farmer you know, non-farmer, non-teachers that were in my life. And I always thought, right. you know, it's kind of cool what she does. She she was just kind of a general business person, worked for a big company and was in yep. sales. And I was like, okay, that's definitely something I can do. Yep. And so I knew pretty early that's what I wanted to do. Okay. Um, okay. And uh, there's definitely a stint in there, though, when I was pretty certain I was going to be on SportsCenter as, you know, one of the <laughs> one of the guys. Right. And uh, I mean, that I, dream's still not dead, right? Not dead like, yet, not dead. Yeah, I was like, oh, I, could do, I could do TV, I could do that. Um, but I think I almost was too realistic in my expectations when I thought, okay, okay there's about eight of those guys, right? That's not many jobs. And, uh, so I, I decided to divert very quickly off that and say, you know what, I'm going to go to college, going to get a degree in business and then yep. I'm going to sell something to somebody. And that's really how it started. So. so not, not targeting real estate, just sales business degree yeah. was the start, right? That's, yeah, that's exactly right. So you know, finished in high school. I went to play football at University of Indianapolis. Yeah. Um, and was there for two years. Okay. And then basically kind of was going through a really early midlife crisis <laughs> <laughs> saying, all right, I'm not going to play football anymore, but wh- who am I? And what do I do? And, right. Uh, I was bartending at the Marriott downtown and actually um, was an intern for three years at Northwestern Mutual during okay. that time. Then decided, man, I got to I got to finish up the school stuff. So right. I was able to get it all knocked out, and said, okay, now now we go, right? <laughs> yep. So you know, twenty three year old kid, know everything and nothing all at once, right? And uh, you know, it's uh, actually was dating my wife at the time, so I was only twenty three, but um, I think it was over the course of about I think six weeks, I okay. graduated. We found out we we're having a baby. I decided to. <laughs> Buy a house, buy a car. She had two and, boys, and I'm sitting here 23 and like, okay, I guess I'm going to do this. Right. You know, drink all, straight from the hydrant. All of a sudden, right? <laughs> yeah, yeah. <laughs> so it was, it was kind of a wild time because that's, it just all fell in my lap immediately as far as the responsibility stuff. Yep. So I had a job lined up at ADP, and I was there for about a year. Okay. And man, about six weeks in, I just realized it wasn't, it wasn't, wasn't bad, niche. but it wasn't what I needed. I was like, right. This is a really good job, and I actually looking back, I probably undervalued the job. It was it was fun. Mm-hmm. Met a lot of interesting people. You know, got to cover a lot of the state of Indiana. Yeah. So uh, I, it was a great job, but I, I saw it as a job. So I uh, reached out to a buddy who was still at Northwestern Mutual, and okay. I just said, "Hey, man, can we grab a beer?" Uh-huh. And so he's like, "Sure." So we sit down and talk. And I said, "Okay, I I like my job, but I need a career." Right. And I ba- I will never forget. I just told him. I said, "If I'm going to work." I want to work hard. I'm happy to do that. Uh-huh. But if I do, I want to make as much money as I can too. Sure. sure. So he's like, well, that's novel concept. Sure. <laughs> I said, so I don't even care what I do. I said, just mm-hmm. give me your five wealthiest clients 
that are not doctors, attorneys, rocket scientists, or right. whatever. I go, I'm not going back to school. I can tell you that. <laughs> I said, so, but just give me your five wealthiest clients. I don't even care what they do. Mm-hmm. And I want to interview with them. Okay. And so he did. And I reached out to three of the five were commercial real estate guys and got offered by two of them. Wow. And I took one job and there you go. Huh? There you go. Yeah. It was, uh, at that point you're still, your focus is working for somebody, not building your own firm at this point. Right? Yeah. I was, you know, I knew I was too young. I was just, I didn't know enough about anything in particular right. at the time, you know? <laughs> uh, so I just said, I've, I gotta, I gotta learn somewhere. And I think even at that point, I never mm-hmm. said I've got to do this on my own. Right. Um, that just comes a lot later down the road, <laughs> you know, but, uh, but yeah, so I took the job. It's kind of funny too. The, um, the three interviews couldn't have been more different. Oh, really? Oh, uh, yeah. And uh, I'll withhold names just for the sake of it. But sure. Yeah, man. I, I interviewed with all three, you know, put on my suit, did my thing. And this was in 2000. And I guess it had been 2005 or okay. yeah, 2005. So we just had my son okay. in August and I'd started looking about that time. Okay. And uh, went to the first one and this, uh, the guy's like, hey, man, you know, this is a, a great career and you can do really well and you get a mm-hmm. lot of freedoms. So there's a lot of cool stuff around it. He goes, but this is the hardest thing you've ever done. It'll be the hardest thing you ever do. Uh-huh. And I looked at him and said, you know, with all due respect, I'm, I'm sure it's difficult. Uh-huh. I said, but imagine being 18 years old, talking to a guy your age, trying to explain to him why he needs life insurance. I was like, I've had the hardest job, man. Yeah. (laughs) I go, all due respect. He's like, you know, that's actually pretty fair. Yeah. So yeah, I was like, you know, it's nothing like getting time from somebody who doesn't have time, sell them something they can't afford. Right. By the way, whatever they buy, they can't see, touch, taste, or smell. Yeah. It's a heck of a sale. (laughs) (laughs) Um, So when I said that, I think it really clicked with him. He's like, yeah, okay, this guy's been through some, Mm -hmm. you know, tough sales uh, cycles. So this, this be a good fit. I actually ended up there, but, um, the second place I interviewed with, I'll never forget. I sit down, the guy goes, this is the easiest job you'll ever have. And I said, <laughs> what? These guys just sit back, answer the phone. It was a bigger firm. So they okay. did have a lot of inbound business that, you know, came from other just offices kind of throughout the country. Yeah. And, uh, but we said that I, I sat there and said, man, Something's you know, if not it's right, too right? good. Yeah. Like if it sounds that good, yeah, it can't be that good. Right. And I actually chose not to go there because he made it sound too good. Oh, I could see that. You know? Yeah, definitely. Because I mean, I think you know, you've you've heard it too. Like, you know, our parents always told us, if it's if it sounds too good, it's to probably be true. It's probably, probably too good to be true. I, I think we've played that out in a few of our deals. Yeah, absolutely. <laughs> it's like, oh yeah, that's how it is. Yeah. Um, well, then the the one that didn't offer me was maybe the most interesting interview I've ever had. Uh huh. Um, again, I'm. 23 maybe at that time i guess yeah 23 24 and uh i'm interviewing with a recruiter out of chicago he so he he recruits for this again a larger company right so i made kind of the next phases of that interview Uh it went great sit down it's going great local guy from the office the guy who runs the office walks in just kind of interrupts pulls my resume to the side says so matt i see you're from lebanon indiana i said yeah yes i am he said uh yeah, you know, if you if you lease office space, you have to wear a suit. And would you be more comfortable leasing industrial space so you don't have to dress up every day? And I said, uh, you know, with all due respect, uh-huh. totally understand what you're saying about my hometown. And there's two sides of the track, and I'm on the right one, Mike. So, <laughs> and uh, 
needless to say, that did not go anywhere after that. We were done. <laughs> that so, was the end of yeah. it. <laughs> and that guy's still in the business. I'm still in the business. And, you know. Oh, that's so funny. But it was just really interesting that, you know, I, I was able to see that. Attitude. Yeah, that, that you know, the attitude of, okay, well, hey. Yeah. You're not, you're not a blue blood, right? And, uh, <laughs> you know, I didn't graduate from IU. I wasn't right. a, a Sigma Chi. And I, uh, and I didn't go to a private school in Indy. And so. It was just assumed that it, I didn't know what I was doing. <laughs> so be on the farm. So I'm curious. Uh, have you have you struck any deals with that uh, that guy at all? Man, or? oddly, no. And okay. <laughs> um, it, I say oddly, but it kind of makes sense. He he works in a lot of different ways than I do. Oh, gotcha. Near in retirement now, but uh, yeah. you know we've never talked about it ever. <laughs> um, I tell a few guys in the industry the story, and they kind of chuckle because they know him. And right, you know, it makes. And he's a good place. guy. He's a good yeah. guy. Right. It's just. It was really funny. About it. Really yeah. funny. Yeah. So yeah, uh, man, that's how I ended up in commercial real estate. And um, you know, it uh I didn't know what I didn't know. So right. it was great because looking back now, if I'd had to do it today, I'd been like, holy crap, I don't I don't know if I can do <laughs> you that. You want to do it, right? Yeah. I mean, you know, sure. Going straight commission and never having a paycheck and just saying, okay, I'll figure it out, we'll, right? We'll see if any money shows up, see especially any, with a new baby and a exactly. new wife, you know? Bought a car, <laughs> bought a, yeah, I mean, I bought a house, I, literally everything. It was, oh, it was nuts. Yeah. yeah. And I'm sure your wife was totally cool with just like, yeah, you know, we don't need any money. <laughs> very, very encouraging. And we just, you know, we like bootstrapped it, man, just yep. held it together. And I, I mean, I think my first year, my gross income was like $24,000. <laughs> right. <laughs> I was on a draw from the company for 30,000 a year. So I ended the year in, in the, the negative. negative. Yeah. <laughs> and, uh, you know, that, that first year and my dad was great too. My mom and dad too, because man, I couldn't tell you how many times I'd be like, Hey, can you spot me a, a grand? Right. And I needed right. it. Right. Like it just, I had to. Yeah. And my dad would always tell me, and my brother actually came to work at the same place six months later. Yeah. And he lived the same life. It was tough, right? And yep. but dad was like, Hey, you guys are doing the right thing. This is gonna work out. Just stick build, with it. Build the foundation. Right? Yeah. Because I think, well, we talked about it on one of our earlier podcasts, is everybody makes a comment, whether it's a successful business person or athlete or whatever, and they're like, Man, it must be nice to be the, the mm-hmm. top dog or whatever. And they don't see that behind the scenes of those years where you're like, Well, we're we're eating bologna sandwiches oh, tonight, right? right? I mean, <laughs> it's the truth. And like I said, with dad's encouragement and just, and I knew it was going to be good. It's yeah. just, it was like, I got to get there. I got to right. get there. And I mean, during those times, uh, a good buddy and and I would play poker every Friday night uh-huh. and it was a, a buy-in game, right? Like a 60 to a hundred guys would show right. up and it was 50 bucks. And I was like, I'm going to go play. <laughs> and I'm not kidding you. I probably won three or four times and I'll never forget. I'd come home with a grand and it's like, yeah. all right. You know, we, we're good again. <laughs> this week's going to be good. We can go to Applebee's exactly. the next weekend. That's right. That's right. So, uh, you know, but I think that those, you know, those tough times, as we know, you know, it, it sharpens you and makes you, makes oh, you yeah. better and, and it's, it's good for you. So yeah. there's a lot of days it didn't feel good for me, <laughs> but man, it was, it was good for me. Right. And it's yeah. just that encouragement to continue to push through right you know because there is a line where it's like and we've had to decide on some businesses of our own mm-hmm. how far do we push versus when do we call it yeah that's you right. know and i think as you get more mature and older you know i've i've got a couple businesses today that had i known what i know today i probably would have called them mm-hmm. earlier you yeah. know yeah but we we didn't know and, and you just you got to have that drive to push yeah. and keep it going so yeah completely 
so you're pulling down a, a whole 30 grand and, and own the company some money. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. Um, so what's next after that? Like how's, yeah. how long does that go on for that? Uh, you know, so I was at the first company I started at for mm-hmm. about two years and okay. a year in it just, I, I just felt like there was something that wasn't right for me. Mm-hmm. Um, usually you team up when they right. when you go into a place like that and have a senior and, mm-hmm. and we were good friends, but it's just, it just wasn't the right fit. Gotcha. And so I left there. And I actually went to a group called Ambrose Property Group, which a lot mm. of people know mm-hmm. of now, but it was not the same Ambrose Small thing. Small group at that time, wasn't it? It was four of us. Yeah. And so, um, again, I mean, I think at that point, I'm, gosh, how old was I? I mean, I guess that would have been in 2000 and, oh, no, I'm sorry. I missed, I, I went to Halicar first. So I actually oh, went to okay. Halicar, small brokerage firm, um, probably 10 people, okay. very entrepreneurial, but very mm-hmm. niche. So, Went there and just said, okay, this is where I'm going to figure out how to do it myself. I right. don't need a team. It's going to be team me. Right. And I'm just right. going to knock it out. And so those three years I saw, you know, exponential growth and income and mm-hmm. kind of felt like I learned how to do the business. Right. Gotcha. Um, so at that point is then when I went to Ambrose Property Group. Okay. And that was just a move from a, a personality standpoint. I like those guys sure. a lot. And yeah. I said, this is what I want to do. So, right. uh, you know, I walk in the door and it's me and uh, one other guy that came with me. Okay. And uh, and we worked for a guy named Asif Bidet and uh, Pat Chittenden and still friends with those guys today. But right. that world's changed so much. Like they're, <laughs> Ambrose is a massive development firm that, um, you know, they took what we were doing and just blew it out of the water in a different oh, way. Oh, yeah. Because so. they're, they're multi-location and they're, yeah. like they're all over the place now, yeah. aren't they? Yeah. Yeah. Learned a lot from Asif and Pat, though, because, you know, I wasn't really, and it kind of, I, I would say that actually probably led me more into the ownership okay. of real estate path than right. anything I'd done before. Really, everything I did before that was just income generation, right? Like, yeah. how much income can I generate for myself? And and that's what I did. But then when right. I worked with those guys, I said, hmm, you know, maybe maybe I should own some stuff. Right. Um, right. So, see again, seeing those guys do that made me want to do that. So, sure. I was there for almost exactly three years again, and about... Three months before that, I was like, you know, I think it's probably time for me to go on my own. Okay. Um, and started putting together my plan. Said, okay, this right. is how I'm going to do it. So I'm going to call it. This is <laughs> this is my colors. Like, you know, right. all the stuff when you're starting a business, you're like, sure. I got to think of that, right? There's a lot of details. A lot of details. And yep. so, uh, you know, Kelly, my wife, helped me get all my incorporation docs and everything right. ready to roll. And um, I told those guys, and they <clears> could have <throat> been better. Like, they're uh-huh. super gracious and very um encouraging they're like hey man we totally get it and sure. we wish you the best and uh so then that was in 2013 so okay. i think it was like september uh like was that september no i'm sorry it was april of uh 2013 okay so that's when i started jackson investment group mm-hmm. and uh yeah then i was on my own fully so it's been <laughs> just over 10 years so that was basically um just seeing how everybody else was succeeding and building their company and then um, now Ambrose, if I'm not mistaken, you've done some deals with them since going out on your own or, you know, we've looked at some stuff together. together. Yeah. yeah. So right. like I'd have a tenant and I'd yeah. touch base with those guys and, um, you know, Pat has now since started patch development and, right. and we've always talked about doing stuff. Sure. Um, just has, there's not the right alignment yet, really. but it'll happen. But there's, there's some synergy there yeah. anyway. And I think that's one of the things that, um, people get hung up on with certain businesses like they, you know, an employee leaves to start their own and it, mm-hmm. 
I don't think the sometimes the employer or the employee understands like there's that gets really an expansion of both your businesses mm-hmm. at the end of the day. Like there's especially when you're doing things right in different mm-hmm. areas of expertise, like this is where it's like we can totally just dominate now. Right. You know? <laughs> oh yeah. I think I think at some good times people kind of forget, well, you did it too. Yeah. You left somebody, right? Yep, and exactly. Uh, and yeah, so you're right. I think a lot of times people take it as a a personal problem and it's really not i mean it's more of a matter of hey this is what i think is best for me sure so really been you know doing traditional real estate transactions Mm -hmm. on the commercial side now for oh six i guess that's like 18 years right right almost 18 years and making a touch more than 30 grand (laughs) yeah (laughs) doing better doing better right (laughs) going once a week now yeah (laughs) man like i said that's uh those days they were they were wild right they were wild um yeah, so then when I started uh, Jackson Investment Group, it really was just kind of based on me being on my own, mm-hmm. calling the shots, just doing what I want to do every single day. Gotcha. And, uh, you know, I knew it was the right. And and really, the, you know, people always say, was it the right timing or we wish you would have done it earlier? Right. Honestly, when I did it, it was perfect. Uh-huh. You know, I'd, I'd been able to get to a point where, you know, I had a... a very comfortable with my debt load, very comfortable mm-hmm. with my living situation. Everything just felt right. Yeah. So, I, man, maybe a couple of months, it does, it's irrelevant, right? Like right. when I did it was the right time. So, yeah. you know, for other people, I'm sure it could be earlier or later, but for me, it was six yeah. years. Worked out. Perfect. And those flew by, right? Like, you mean right. how it is. It's, yeah. It goes fast anyway. But, oh, uh, yeah. Yeah. But, uh, but yeah, so I've been doing that for almost 18 years now. And, um, still, I still do a lot of transactions annually just because I like to do it. Sure. Um, but then I guess that would have been in 2000, actually. So in about 2012, 2013, okay. I started partnering with uh, a couple guys to, to buy real estate. Right. And so my brother being one of them, and he was mm-hmm. still at the original firm we started at. Oh, okay. So he was a partner in that firm. Okay. Uh, he came over about six years ago. So okay. we're fully together now, but right. you know, kind of the, the, the bring it back Took to why. <laughs> yeah. That's, it just was the right thing for him to do too. Sure, but sure. so he and I started going out and, and finding projects to acquire and right. we did a deal an industrial deal. It's about a hundred thousand square foot warehouse. Uh-huh. And it was our first deal. And, uh, <laughs> literally we put it under contract. There was uh-huh. so many issues with it, but then we realized they weren't that big of a deal. Right. And we looked at it and we're like, we're literally going to buy this building on a per square foot basis for about what we're going to rent it for. <laughs> yeah, and we're like, nice, there's no way we can mess this up. Right. Right. So we put that deal together. Um, with our, our buddy Mac and, uh-huh. and I'll never forget. He's like, I think we're going to sell it. And so we literally sold it 45 days after we bought it. <laughs> and he told us, he's like, Hey guys, it does not always work like this. <laughs> but I tell you what, it definitely gave us that development ownership. Sure. Bug. Um, so, you know, since 2012, 13, 14, we've really been focused as, as much on the transactions as we are the development side now too. Yeah. So, well, and I think that's, um, you know, one thing that, people don't understand that being a agent and a developer, sometimes people feel like that's a bit of a, maybe a competition, mm-hmm. but I mean, it's really not right. at the end of the day, you know, because I've, you know, we've dealt, we've done a lot of transactions or well, we've done some, I shouldn't yeah. say a lot of transactions. We've looked at a, looked lot, of at a lot of stuff. Yeah. <laughs> yeah. <laughs> um, the dance. But you know, it's not one of the things where it's like, Oh, you know, I gotta, I gotta find a different broker because right. 
I mean, all brokers have some sort of involvement. And if they're not directly involved, they've got the guy that they're yeah. kind of feeding a lot to, right? Yeah, totally. You know? And I think fortunately for us, it's been most of the things that we either acquire or develop yeah. aren't necessarily directed towards the type of clients I have too, right? Right. Yes. Like I don't, yeah. you know, I don't, I don't develop office buildings. I don't. Yeah. In, in large industrials for the big boys, like that's that's yeah. a whole other world. Right. Um, right. But you know we've uh, we've done some retail centers that yeah. have been, and and you know most of the times those are going to be franchisees mm-hmm. and or actually corporate. Yeah. Owned yeah. off our locations. So, um, right. yeah, that's it's. You're right though. Like there's a, a delicate line that. Yeah. You know if there's ever an ownership interest, I obviously make sure to disclose well, it to anybody I can. And and there's also a an ethical like finding yes. the right broker. I think that's where I'm going to go into a little bit of a preach yeah. on. If you're not comfortable with your broker, there's mm-hmm. there's a lot of them out there. Keep yeah. looking, right? You know, like find the right ones. And I mean, I've got. I don't know, probably half dozen, dozen yeah. guys that will call and be like, "Oh, well, it's you know, this is Todd or Tom yeah. or whoever, you know," and like. Yeah, you know they're all right, and let's look at their property or whatever. But then there's just recently we had one that was very intriguing where uh, they threatened to sue us yeah. for making an offer. Right? Like that was, that. Yeah, that was weird. That was super bizarre. Yeah, you very know? weird. <laughs> oh, yeah, never had that happen. No, no, you you're know? you're right. And uh, you know, I I tell people all the time, it's like when they ask, "Hey, can you help me buy this building?" I was mm-hmm. like, "Well, let's talk about how we sell it first. And they're like, "What do you mean?" And my yeah. answer is always like, "Hey, I can help you buy anything." Yeah. But what's the how do I strategy? get you out if you need out? And yes, I think that's a as a business owner that doesn't deal in real estate every day. Mm-hmm. I think that's sometimes forgotten. It's like, okay, well, what if I don't need that building tomorrow, whether good or bad? You yeah. sold your business or hit the lottery, whatever it is. Right. How do I get rid of your building? And you I, like I want to make sure. Like a million and a half dollars in a building in Frankfurt that oh, yeah. sits on a half acre. Yeah, exactly. <laughs> right. <laughs> yeah, you know, and that's yeah. I think that's a, a really important way to look at helping on acquisition side is yeah. All right, well, yeah, we can buy it, but how do we get rid of it? <laughs> uh yeah, exactly. Mm-hmm. Okay, so uh we're back with Matt Jackson here on part two of the uh getting to know more about Matt. So um, we've talked about kind of the formation of the Jackson investment group, which is the realty side. Correct. Yes, that's and correct. And then you have the, um, development side, uh, your brother's now involved. And then on the development side, um, which is, I'm going to say also an investment into property basically. Yeah. Right. Yeah. So you got your brother, you got some other guys involved, dive in a little more on, how yeah. that looks. Yeah. So, you know, we did that first deal together in 2012 or whatever it was. Okay. And, and we said, Hey, let's keep doing this. And, mm-hmm. and we, and we've, you know, developed retail centers. We've done, mm-hmm. um, hospitality, some medical, you name okay. it a little bit of everything. Right. And, um, we ended up in, I think it was 2018. We okay. owned a building in Fort Wayne, and again, oh. kind of a retail building. It was a oh, former by the Col- the Coliseum one, right? Yes, yeah. yeah. So yeah, yeah okay. there's actually two we bought up there, and there were two mm-hmm. retail centers, and redeveloped one, and it was a great project. Mm-hmm. Um, and then uh, we had a former grocery that we again we kind of thought, all right, we may be able to chase a, okay. a few projects here. You know, it's a really nice price per pound buy, right? Right. We said right. 
bought it and we're like we like our basis but man we sat for a year and Nothing. we chased a couple of users and it just kind of got there to the point where we said man that it's not going to happen right um so we ended up actually converting that into a climate controlled self storage oh okay yeah yep, so right. we said hey you know this is something we think would work here right um let's give it a whirl <laughs> and so we actually converted that one to uh, again climate controlled self storage and Man, it did great. And we yeah. said, hey, maybe we've got something here. And sure. So, you know, we'd sold some of the retail centers. Um, we were pretty much out of everything we had uh, mm -hmm. bought, redeveloped, and whatnot. Mm -hmm. So then we, again, I think it was 2018, 2019, started looking at markets to say, okay, well, let's figure out other vacant boxes we can buy, right? Sure. Yeah. So, man, I was on the computer two, three, four hours a night just pulling. <laughs> sites across the country and you know i'm a lot better at it now than a lot I of was. empty grocery stores at that time there too, were a right? ton yeah it's crazy like looking back now how many sure big vacant boxes there were and uh it was at the time too where kind of the last mile delivery mm -hmm. stuff by amazon wasn't as big of a deal and right a lot of folks were really freaking out about hey what are we going to do with these vacant retail right. centers <clears throat> so uh man i drove <laughs> detroit cleveland Right, um, the East Coast, really looking for those types of properties to mm -hmm. again convert over to self storage. So, um, we found about I think we ended up doing like seven, eight, or nine of them. Okay, so we've sold a number of those, but right now we've actually kind of switched gears, doing a lot down in South Florida, right, uh, mm -hmm. Southwest Florida, new builds. So, looking for sites with good traffic counts, good demographics. And mm -hmm. now we're building self-storage in Florida. So <laughs> right. yeah, that's no, a good excuse to get down there every winter, you know? Yeah. What? Well, <laughs> and I'm a little disappointed because I think you need your sign guy going with you a little more often. Exactly. Right. <laughs> exactly. <laughs> yeah. No. And that's, uh, you know, so Bart and I on a daily basis, um, you know, we kind of do two different things. So I'm still, mm -hmm. still extremely active in the brokerage side from, mm -hmm. a uh, helping people find, buy, lease, whatnot. Bart really runs the development side, so okay. I, I I tend to be the uh, original survey guy. So I will right. pull all the sites, do the quick, dirty look at it, and say, Hey, right. how does this does this check my boxes? Is the site sure. big enough? Is, Is there it worth traffic? passing on? Or absolutely, yeah. Does it hit my three mile demos? Does it hit my um, absorption numbers of of storage in that area? So sure. I, I do that. Drop it to Bart. And then him and Mac kind of comb through that to, to determine which markets are, are ones we look at or not. Right. So. Yeah. And which ones are the better uh, return on it, the time? Because exactly. a lot of them are all profitable yeah. at the end of the day. It's just, what are, are we making 10% or 20%? That's right. And that's, yeah. <laughs> yeah. Is it worth the time? Yeah. Yeah. So it's, yes. uh, so we're doing that, a lot of that right now. We actually have a parcel in front of uh, a Dessa and Plainfield that's under contract. Okay. Yep. Looking at a couple of retail concepts there. Okay. Um, so we're still doing a lot in general right. um, commercial real estate, whether it's retail or mm -hmm. industrial or whatnot. But, uh, you know, I think everything kind of <clears throat> goes in waves too, right? Right. Like, man, when we were starting on the self-storage side, there was a lot of folks that were starting to dabble in it. And, right. you know, every downturn usually presents an opportunity. And, and we talk about it right now, and it's just that with – transaction costs and financing costs and, um, you know, just deal difficulty right now. It's actually made our lives a little bit easier in some markets just because there's not as many, not as many players. Sure. So, yeah. yeah. It, it's a, it's a pretty niche market yeah. really, but it, I mean, it is, if you know what you're doing, it's, yep. it's a moneymaker. Exactly. But, um, cause that's one of the things that people, uh, 
oh well they're they're screaming over there so they try to replicate it but they don't they don't know the ins and outs you know yeah. how to how to make it scream oh man i mean <laughs> the amount of mistakes we made the first on the first project we did it's just right it's crazy but again if we wouldn't have done it it's like then you can't become an expert in something that you don't ever do right? exactly <laughs> you gotta you gotta have those those hard knocks right absolutely you know yeah so um so yeah so going into the uh development side um So getting back into it here, um, day to day, what are you, mm -hmm. what keeps you busy other, other than ball? I, I was going to say, know. right? Like, you know, summertime <laughs> it's baseball, right? Exactly. Uh, um, I'll be there tomorrow and 8 a.m. on Thursday because, you know, travel baseball parents don't work. Exactly, right? <laughs> yeah. Um, you know, kind of right now on a daily basis, what's keeping me the busiest, um, you still have a you know, super blessed, got a ton of great clients. So, mm -hmm. you know, at least a lot of medical space in Greenwood. So I've got some guys out of Chicago that own those mm -hmm. assets and they've become really good friends of mine. But, um, so I do a lot of leasing down there for them. Mm -hmm. Um, always looking for new sites for storage. That's sure. That's a thing. Um, right. and any type of retail and you try to focus on most of that. Mm -hmm. Um, at night, honestly, because it's like, man, phone calls, emails all day and then right. research at night. That's the deal. <laughs> That's the grind. But, um, you know, I was fortunate enough to I've, I've been pretty involved with the leap project here in, in Lebanon, uh -huh. um, with like it or love it or hate it. I mean, it's, it's here. It's going, um, it is going. And, um, and yeah, so that's taken a lot of my time mm -hmm. as of late. And, um, it was one of those where I, I've got a lot of phone calls over time where it's like, Hey, we want to buy this or Hey, we want to buy that. Mm -hmm. I'll never forget. They called. It was like two days before Thanksgiving. I guess that'd have been 21. And, uh, uh, said, Hey, are you, are you the contact for Jackson farms? And I said, well, yeah, <laughs> all of it. I'm like, yeah, yeah, sure. And, Cause again, I've got these calls before cause right. Uh, you know, it's off the interstate and whatnot, but uh, sure enough, it was one of those situations that came to fruition in life really yep. quickly. And, uh, it, it's been a lot of fun though, because historically I haven't done a ton of transactions in Lebanon just because growth wasn't here. Right. And so having my backyard actually be kind of the, pretty girl at the dance right now has sure. been really interesting because, um, you know, again, just being able to help people here navigate the uncertainty of, sure. Hey, am I going to be living here in a year? Right. Are they going to want to knock my home down? I mean, right. You know, there's definitely some, um, tension phone calls that I've had over the last year or so, but right. it's been nice being able to work on that for a lot of folks to, ensure that they have a at least a, a yeah. solid exit right <laughs> right and it's kind of one of them things where what's the best for the community mm -hmm. growth overall and trying to bring that bring everybody around to that it's not an easy task it is I, not. i'm sitting on the sidelines just listening and yeah. watching into the whole thing and i'm like yeah yeah. Glad I'm not mad. <laughs> oh yeah, man. There's days it's, it's not fun either. Yeah, right. There's some phone calls I've had to make that aren't real fun, but uh, yeah. but you know, with that again, with that happening here, it's been it's been a really yeah. interesting year or so on that, and and I think you know we're going to see more and more of that happening, and sure. and uh, just even people outside of town will call yeah. me and ask about, hey, when do you know about this or that? <laughs> and again, it's almost a foreign concept to me because people are like, oh, you live in Michigan? I was like, no, it's <laughs> Just in northern Boone County. Right. <laughs> and and for those that are listening that are not from around here, um, Jackson Farms is actually on a couple movies, I believe. Yeah. Can you name? I, I can 
I can picture one of them, but uh, I'm not sure if we I can say remember. it on air. <laughs> yeah, I know. I think that's the case too. And I, yeah. I think the first person that told me that, I was like, why were you watching that anyway? Right. <laughs> yeah. So the yeah. bins have been through some uh, some iterations of what's been on in the grain bins yeah. have. But yeah. So uh, if you see big grain bins with, yeah. uh, let's see, it would have been, uh, I think it was Goot Wine popcorn, yeah, wasn't it? Was. It was. Yeah. Yep. On they, the side of them that, uh, that's that's where we're talking about. Yeah, the, the guys would have people stop in and say, "Hey, can I get some popcorn?" They're like, "We don't even grow popcorn. It's just <laughs> it was just on ad. the bin." Yeah, we yeah. can uh, make that part of the paywall. People exactly. want to find out what movie it is. They can uh, hit us up later on Perfect. that. Perfect. So, well, um, it was great getting to know a little deep deeper in. You know, we we work a lot together, and sometimes it's like uh, we don't uh, really know where. Any of us came from right. uh, uh, on the How back we all end. end up here again? Yeah, yeah exactly. Yeah, exactly. So appreciate your time today, yeah, man. Yeah, blast. And uh, we'll uh, get some interesting podcasts coming up for our listeners. No so, doubt. Yeah. <laughs> well, have a good one. You too. Hey, you don't understand business.